Welcome back to another Charge Podcast. I'm Aiden Rojas. I'm Hayden Goff. And I'm Aiden Mulhall. And today we have an interesting episode for you. We're going to be doing a lot. So we're going to have, actually we're going to have two interviews today, which is the first time we've ever done that. Um, we're also going to be doing, obviously, our Flamin' Hot Aiden segment after this. Um, going through school sports, some school news, entertainment. It's going to be a lot. So strap in. Now we are going to head into the Flamin' Hot Aiden segment. And we're going to be talking about the NBA picks, MVP, Rookie of the Year, Most Improved Just Player. Just NBA awards in general. <coughs> okay. Kind of stuff. Let's do that. They don't, do they do Most Improved Player? Yes, yeah. they do. Yeah. Okay. All right, wanna, so. Let's do MVP first. Do you want to go? Or? Oh, yeah, I'll go first. Um, I'm going to pick Luka Doncic. I know the first 10 games of the season, he hasn't been putting up big numbers. He's putting, he's putting up all-star numbers, maybe not of MVP course. numbers. But I feel like around the 30-game mark, he's going to really, he's going to really, uh, show you guys that he's the most valuable player. I agree, Luca definitely has a chance at MVP. But something I think Luca's gonna have an issue with for at least this year, maybe a couple more, is people are gonna predict he's gonna be the MVP every year and he's gonna fall just short, which is kind of something that like James Harden would get or something. Well, something I like think, LeBron got in the early yeah, like some career. people people like fall short all the time, even though they're really good. I think Jokic is gonna repeat though. They don't have Murray. MPJ is already starting off slow. But I think the Nuggets are going to pick it up, and they're going to get like a top few seed probably, and Jokic is going to put up you, you think, know, uh, a 27-point like triple-double or something and win MVP. I feel like the Nuggets are probably going to get like a fourth seed. I think so, too. I mean, and I have a question for you about that, though. How much does team success play into Team success MVP? plays a huge role in MVP for the NBA. Because if Jokic is going to have to carry it, <laughs> then maybe they don't do as well. Yeah, but then yeah, but if, if Jokic but, but carries it... But the thing is, it, like, Russell Westbrook, and this is like an exception, but... Russell Westbrook, when he averaged like a 32-point triple-double or yeah. whatever, he won the MVP as a seven seed because yeah. that team was so bad, but he still got in the playoffs. If Jokic gets this Nuggets team to like a five or above and mm-hmm. he averages like a 27-point like triple-double-ish or whatever, he'll probably yeah. win it. Well, LeBron's first MVP like on the Cavs, like what seed was he LeBron had like the team at like sixty three wins. I know, but like that team was awful. If you were, yeah, like, they were really mm-hmm. bad, but he had them at the yeah. one seed because he was, you know, he still is really good. Who do you got as your rookie of the year? Chris Duarte, as a Pacers fan, but also just I mean, I think Scotty Barnes is probably gonna end up winning it, but I hope Chris Duarte does. Um, that's a pretty that's an underdog pick, but I I have liked what he's done this year. But I'm gonna go with a safer pick, and I'm gonna go with Jalen Green. He's Ooh. got a very good skill set to do good in the NBA. And I, Chris Duarte is a more consistent player than Jalen Green. He is so far. Because he's he older. So That's Jalen Green I feel will like, be better in his career, but I don't know about this year. Because Duarte already has the most total points of a rookie, and he's averaging, I think, the second most behind I feel like Barnes. not a lot of people know about him, though. They don't, but he is already getting a, like he's getting respect from the NBA. Like Their ladders have him like top, whatever. Okay, let's move to what, Depoy? Yeah, so we're going to move now to uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Okay, I'll do Giannis. I think Giannis is just going to win it again. Really? I'm going to um, like, make he you... He didn't win last year, but he won before, I think. Okay. I'm going to make you happy with this prediction. I'm going to go Miles Turner. Yes! Defensive Miles Player Turner. of the Year. Okay. I think this year he gets Miles Turner a... needs that nod, but it's not going to happen. I think he gets the respect that he deserves this year. Because he, <laughs> he averages, is, he averages he has, like, what, like eight blocks a game? He has 14 more blocks than the second person yeah. right now. Yeah, he's 41 insane. through 13 games, and the second place is 27. That's actually insane. He is very, he's blocks. very good at, at shot blocking. But the, he might not win it, uh, Defensive Player of the Year because that's pretty much all he's really good at. Like, Giannis does everything. Gobert is, like, the best uh, interior defender in the league. But the thing about if you're a really, really good defender in the NBA – 
like, and people know you're a really good defender in the NBA. Everyone just knows you are the rest of your career. But it's hard to get that respect in the NBA. Like, you can be a really good defender and people don't realize it, and then you don't get, like, the nods for, like, all defensive teams or defensive awards. Well, for people not being noticed, who's going to win most improved player? Most improved player. I have a... I don't see it's between a lot of people for me. But Mine's Miles Bridges. I really think I think Tyler play. Hero and OG Ananobi, but I'm gonna say Hero. Who is OG still on um Raptors? Yeah, but well, he's he's up you know like a lot this year, and I I expected it because Siakam misses time, and they don't have Lowry anymore, so OG Ananobi's like a top three option on that team. Okay, fair enough. So that was a good flame hot. Aiden's segment for y'all. Um, we're going to hop into some school news next. So for your school news, um, we are going to talk about Thanksgiving break because that is coming up really soon. Actually, probably right around the time that we're posting this episode. Um, so guys, what are you looking forward to? I'm just looking, I'm looking forward to my brother coming back too. Uh, like I was going to say food, obviously, like when you think about mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. But my brother coming back from college is cool. I don't know if you guys have any older siblings. Yeah, I have an older sister that's going to be coming back from college. Are you and your older brother close? Yeah, really close. That's cool. Did you guys get closer over, like, when you went to college, or was it more just, like... We've always always been close. close. Yeah, I think that's an important thing, because, like, for a lot of people, especially since COVID started, I think, a lot of people don't see their family very often, like, especially family that lives far away, so big holidays like this is a good time for people to see their family. Especially with COVID, like, most of the country... I might be wrong here, but is most of the country vaccinated? Um, I I feel like probably a majority of the country is. We don't have any statistics to back I don't that know up. Why that's why'd you even bring that up? A little bit like the most of the country being vaccinated, like more stuff's more open. You can oh actually, yeah, true. Yeah, because yeah, the before thanks, the Thanksgiving last year, like yeah. I don't even remember. But I don't even remember Thanksgiving last year. I don't like. I don't think it was very. I don't remember Thanksgiving last year either. Yeah. <laughs> we did, my family didn't do I much. I don't know if we did anything really even for Thanksgiving. I think I just. But I've always looked. Forward but it just to ate it. a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Because my dad likes to cook for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing he makes is stuffing. Stuffing? I don't like turkey that much. I, do you eat any other meat besides turkey on Thanksgiving? Like, uh, so, like so he'll make ham. He'll, yeah. Sometimes ha- I think he makes chicken. Ham's the move. Usually ham and turkey is yeah, what he makes. What I, I don't like. like either ham or turkey, though. Hot yeah, take. Good. Look, I just eat look, stuffing. Look, look, look. Hot take. Can we, like, stop pretending that turkey's good? Who likes turkey? No one does. No one likes turkey. People who are bland like turkey. I'm actually, tur- turkey like drenched in gravy is actually not I don't bad. even like gravy. Well, That's have... the thing. So like for me, like <laughs> oh my God. Thanksgiving is just, Thanksgiving just stuffing and then like plain but mashed potatoes. No. no and like have... and then obviously other stuff. For me, it's just ham and just pie. I just eat ham and yeah, pie. Yeah, I think pie. mine is like, I have, my plate's actually, it's pretty big. It's like <laughs> ham, croissants. Turkey, oh yeah, stuffing, mac and cheese. Oh, so yeah, that's true. I always so just do like eat, carbs, carbs, and carbs. Me. I mean, it's, it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, I yeah, know. Like that's all you. Eat. I always just and eat then, the sides. Like, pie and desserts later. Well, yeah, I, you have to eat some turkey every time, though. That's the issue. <laughs> yeah, you have it's to at like least a, have a bite of turkey. It's like a like. weird obligation <laughs> on Thanksgiving is that you have to eat some of the turkey, and it's like it's never good. <laughs> right, you, you have to Everyone just like always tries like, oh, let's get a good turkey and make a good turkey. It's like, bro, it's not good no matter what. Always like <laughs> half of it ends up in the I refrigerator. Wa- yeah. I want to try a turducken. Have you heard of one of those? What's a turducken? So it's like you shove a turkey in a chicken in a, chicken in a duck. <laughs> what? And you bake it, I swear. Bro, you someone needs to make it. that. Yeah. No, and, you, and then you just like bake it, and it's, it's a turducken. That sounds like a lot. No, it is, but like, 
I I'd rather have chicken. I've duck never than I've never had duck. Me I've either, but either. I feel like it would just taste like turkey. Or it's like it it's probably similar like to chicken. Yeah, it probably yeah. just tastes the same. Like, everything tastes like chicken. Yeah, <laughs> that's, really, that's what I'm saying. People, like, every bird probably just tastes similar to chicken. All right, so even though we went on a turducken tangent, I think that uh, we should move on to our next segment. Uh, but that was good. That was good talking about what we're looking forward to uh, for Thanksgiving. And now we're going to hop into the first interview of the episode. Okay, we are here with Valeska Ramirez um, to talk about the Patriot volleyball season. Um, so, Valeska, just to give the audience some background, how long have you been playing volleyball and why did you pick up the sport? So, I've been playing volleyball since the fifth grade. And um, it was funny because my aunt had actually introduced me to the sport. She was just telling me, like, you're tall. And I had tried so many other sports, gymnastics and basketball, and just nothing really suited me. And... Um, so I tried it and I ended up falling in love with it. I caught up with on it really well and um, yeah. That's cool. So you you uh, were named second team all district this mm-hmm. year. Um, how did you prepare for the season differently than maybe previous years? Well, it honestly like being the senior and being a captain, it took a toll of just like stepping up. Mm-hmm. I had to do a lot of things that I didn't used to do in my previous years. Yeah. Um, talking a lot of the time, being loud, um, kind of setting the tone for the program, and uh, staying after with a couple of players to just um, level out our skill levels helped a lot this year. So, okay. Um, so you've played here all four years, right? And mm-hmm. you played in yes. middle school too. So you've learned a lot about volleyball, obviously. So what would you like? tell like future Patriot volleyball players like any advice any advice for the future volleyball players definitely to keep pushing I mean I started off on JV my freshman year and a lot of the girls that I played with this year were on on freshman and it it was honestly just to never give up like to keep pushing um because no matter what team you make at the end everybody's levels kind of level out in a way so it'll be it's it's good to experience so so you said when you were younger that you tried other sports did volleyball become more natural to you yeah it just kind of it just flowed with my body if that makes any sense um I just found it easier and I just fell in love with like the the mentality of it all because volleyball it's physical but it's also like a mental like sport and I loved that that's cool. Um, obviously, the season was memorable in a lot of ways. Was there is there any like particular moment that sticks out to you? Uh, definitely watching the cheer team before every practice. Really? Yeah. So we um, we like kind of had this like really like sweet alliance that um, like between them, mm-hmm. and it was fun because before practice we'd watch their routine and then they'd come and like support us during practices and games. And I just love that. And they ended up going pretty far. They went to States and Mm -hmm. they supported us through our regional, um, tournament. So that was really fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's all we have for you. Thank you for joining us. Okay. Perfect. Thank Thank you. you. Valeska was the first interview of the episode and now we're actually going to hop into another one. All right, so we are here with Claudia Lenahan, who is a member of the Patriot Field Hockey Team. How are you, Claudia? I'm great. That's awesome. Um, so we're going to hop right into it. 
You set a school, district, and regional record this season with 37 goals. How did you prepare this season differently than maybe you did in previous years? Um, I prepared a lot by using the extra time I had with having the season in the spring last year and mm -hmm. having the season in the fall this year by just basically continually staying in my season and keep working even in that short period of off-season we had, whether it was exercising on my own or going to the field or whatever it was. Gotcha. So, like, you think, like, you got to where you are, like, just through practice? Yeah, extra practice, not only doing the practice at my actual team practice, but doing stuff on my own has definitely made a difference in my play. Obviously, knowing that you trained and stuff, did field hockey become natural to you? Did it come? Um, well, being a soccer athlete most of my life, it was sort of the same position-wise, but then learning how to do the stick and hit the ball was definitely different, but it's sort of come to me as a normal thing now. Gotcha. And so we've talked about some of your success, but the team was successful too. You guys won the district championship for the first time in school history, um, despite falling in a regional tournament. What do you think made this team great? Um, I think what made our team great is that we just have great girls on the team, and we're all so close, and there's not these little like separate groups within our team. It's We're all one big family, and we do things on and off the field, and we're friends on and off the field, no matter what happens. That's great. And so with that family aspect, are there any memories that you guys made anything that sticks out um well definitely we, when we went to uva that was a super fun trip whether it was just the bus ride or yeah. when we were eating together or at the game um also just like all the pre-game meals we had together so many of us went together whether it was like to one of our houses or to like a place and we just made so many fun memories all right that's awesome um thank you claudia uh we appreciate your time thank yeah, you thank you all right, so now we're going to talk about a little bit of national news, um, some of the stuff that's been in the media recently. One thing that a lot of people are talking about is the Travis Scott concert, that whole situation. What do you guys think about it? Um, yeah, I, I think, obviously, like, what Travis, the way Travis handled it was not, like, great. And if he, you know, stopped the show more or had more control over it, mm -hmm. more less people would have died. But yeah. at the same time, some of the stuff I'm seeing is, like, crazy. Like, Travis did not want that to happen, I'm sure. And, no. like, as much as he, like, could have helped out, it's not entirely his fault. Like, yeah. Live Nation. Live Nation is, like, the company that uh, runs the concert venues okay. for them. And they hired unlicensed security. Yeah, I heard I heard a lot about it. Now again, we um, we don't have any knowledge of like who's responsible for what. This is just our opinion. But I did hear a lot about like people not being properly trained. Yeah, no, there were so many unlicensed. There was like unlicensed like medics, ambulance like like the ambulances on stand. Mm -hmm. I don't even think like that. There was issues with that too. But like tra Travis, like. Is gonna get sued for this, I bet. Mm -hmm. He already should. Is. He already yeah, is. I know, but I'm saying like more and more. Like he's gonna lose a lot of money over this. But, I like the stuff online, like people calling him like. I don't. I don't. Know, I feel like, like. I feel like yes, he is, to blame for this, but he does the he doesn't partially deserve, to, to. Yeah, he doesn't him. deserve all the hate and yeah. all the, like. That's I mean, coming his way. Yeah. Yeah. All this. Yeah. All the stuff coming his way. I mean, I think. We again, we don't have any knowledge of like the legal responsibility that he has, but like as far as his mor moral responsibility, I think 
It definitely goes. It definitely falls on the people that run the event. Can See? he? Can he control that? Like, cause I saw um, that like the officers or the security people there they weren't even registered to like give CPR. Can no, he, even, they he can't yeah. control who's like See, that's hired for that position. Travis, that's not. That's not on Travis. That doesn't fall on him. He's a performer. So like he doesn't set up. I'm I'm sure he has some say obviously right. in what the concert is like, but he doesn't like set up the concert venue and do all that work and yeah. like hire all the security and all the medics. Yeah, that has like, to do with the local people. That that's run like it. Live Nation it, and like the people who own the like venue. Mm-hmm. It is very sad though because the youngest victim. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's on really, New York yeah, Times. Kids, it's like, nine year old. Yeah, it's nine the other old. day I'm pretty sure it was the tenth person who died as a result of the concert. Really? was it was a nine year old. Wow. And I think a 14-year-old also died. Yeah, so, it was a ninth grader in, like, Houston. Obviously, like, that's, like, really unfortunate unfortunate situation. And Travis should have done more during it. But, yeah, that's my opinion. I mean, yeah. he did... I don't know. He Would you say he encouraged the situation? I don't know. Like, I haven't seen, like, that many videos. I, I don't know if he yeah. encouraged it during that concert... But he does encourage like people to do stuff like that during concerts. Yeah. <laughs> in the past, he's encouraged mm-hmm. that for sure. Yeah, but that's also like another thing is like obviously you're not gonna blame the victim, but I don't know why a nine year old is at a Travis Scott concert. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes and no though. But like, think about it. If you're if you're a nine year old's parent, do you expect your nine year old to die? But why would you no, let him but, go mosh pit at a Travis yeah, Scott concert? I think Travis I Scott has the a thought process. Doesn't he have a history of some crazy has, concerts? Travis and, Scott is saying yeah. salt. He's like, if you ain't get, if you don't get injured, you're not doing it right. Yeah, like, like so. Travis Scott. I think there's there's this one video that kind of like it it was viral at the time, but like it like resurfaced because everything that happened. And um, Travis Scott like encouraged a guy to jump off like one of like I did the second balconies yeah. at one of this concert, and the dude ended up breaking his legs. Yeah, I mean that's crazy. There's he there's does a have, lot of... he, he knows how much influence he has, and like right. you know he can't really do stuff like that. Like th- th- so, that's when it's completely his responsibility. Some lady said that was at the um, festival. She said that there was a kid in a tree, and while people were telling Travis to stop the concert, he said, "Why is it everybody just being a rager like this kid right there?" Yeah, that's, I mean that's <laughs> the kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff that that makes it look worse for Travis if he gets yeah. sued. Exactly. And like, not gonna lie, did everybody see his apology video? Oh no, that there's, was been bad. Of, <laughs> there's been a lot. There's been a lot of. Jokes it was. It was like that. a YouTube. It was like a YouTuber like apology. It was some Logan stuff. Paul stuff. <laughs> it was not believable. Yeah, I mean, it just adds to the sad news in the media. Have you guys heard about the Henry Ruggs incident? Yeah, I'm sure you. That have. was that was so bad. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't know how. That was again like Henry Ruggs is. Obviously, to blame the most by far, and like right. he's gonna get in a lot of trouble, deservedly so. But like the club that he was at for serving him eighteen shots should also get mm. in so much legal trouble. I mean, yeah. um, obviously, I'm sad for like the victims and their families, but I'm sad for Henry Ruggs just because he's only twenty two years old and he might have just wasted all his talent. Yeah, well here's he's the thing, thing. Like, for like 10 people years, don't think yeah. about this too like I feel like he, the court's gonna try to make an example out of him. Uh-huh, right. Sure. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that people don't think about is um he was the golden ticket for his whole family. 
Like, yeah. and he he hasn't even really gotten a chance to make the money yet. Yeah. And he what was and he, he was the, having a good sophomore NFL, year. I don't think NFL money is even guaranteed. Right. I don't know. I don't it's know. not only signing he, bonus. He probably is only made like. It's only if the last year's salary. He's probably made like at the, at the very most with like sponsorships and deals and like maybe seven, you know getting million. money in college or something maybe like a couple million dollars. Right. Yeah. But he was. I mean, he was that golden ticket for his family. Um, I don't know where he's from. He's from Alabama. But I'm pretty sure wherever he's from, he can take his family to a nicer place because there's always a nicer place when you got that kind of money. Yeah. So um, it's just tragic. It's tragic for both ends. Um, I'm sympathetic, as I'm Obviously, sure a lot of people well, are. A, for it was a 23 year old woman that he hit through that that died. Mm-hmm. So and he was, was also a, was a young it, woman. Huh? It was a young woman. Yeah, and... I think she was 23. Well, wasn't, wasn't it like a residential area? It was. Yeah, it was I like saw a neighborhood. That, I when, I, when I heard he was driving, he was driving 156 miles an hour. Mm. I thought that he was driving on the highway. Me too. Or like yeah. maybe on like some road that's like 60 miles an hour or like 55 right. miles an hour or something. Not drive. Literally, I saw the video like in and like right outside a neighborhood. Like it's crazy. It's yeah. I don't. I don't even know how he was going that fast. Like that's yeah. I mean, it's kind of impressive to get that far. But I think I think we should get off yeah, the topic of sad he, news. Though. How long do you think he was uh, driving? Oh, just to see about I just put, bro, it could have been long. His girlfriend was in the car too. Like, why did like she should get in some trouble? I feel like for mm. sure too. Not anywhere near what he's she should get in. But what do you mean for not like? For not, like getting like in the car and letting him drive, she yeah like she's was she intoxicated? She was, but not as not as drunk as he was. I don't think. Okay. The thing the thing is they don't know his blood alcohol level, like exactly what it was because it was like when he got in that accident that was already hours after he was drinking, and then it was like three hours after he got in the accident. I think he did a breathalyzer. Yeah. So, like, that's way different than what he was actually at. Yeah. So, it's even worse. Yeah. I mean, it's all of it sad. It's everyone that I've talked to is sympathetic for both ends. Obviously, the, the victim and even for Henry Ruggs and his family. Um, but maybe we should switch up the topic to some less sad news. Um, we're going to talk about some entertainment. Um, first, we're going to kick it off with Don Deluxe. I am very excited that that's Carney actually going it. back to sad news. I feel like why? <laughs> what? With some the, the Lexus no, no, with some of the no, music no. he released. Yeah, on that the is album. like well, when he so he dropped five new songs. Okay, and he dropped "Life of the Party" with Andre Three Thousand, which came out like that song got uh, leaked. Uh, it was an unreleased song by Drake like a few weeks ago, and that was like out of nowhere. Andre Three Thousand like mm-hmm. featuring on a Kanye song, and then. Kanye just randomly released the Donda Deluxe, yeah. like, out of the blue. And then, of course, there's four other songs that came with it. It was, like, two new ones and two more part twos. Hmm. But there's also a ki- another Kid Cudi feature. Really? Another one? Yeah, on Remote Control Part 2, he features. Gotcha. So that's another cool song he added. How long does it make that album now? Because it was already pretty long. I think the songs he added, like, Life of the Party is probably, like, six minutes. Probably like an hour and a half, the whole album. Um, oh, it's already Apple Music that. says 32 songs, 2 hours and 11 minutes. Yeah. So, it's a, it's a long album, but it's a good one. I mean, I liked, I liked the original Donda. I have yet to listen to the Deluxe, but That's I'm sure an, it's going to be good. I don't think the Deluxe makes it better or worse. If that I think sense. it makes it just slightly better because Remote Control Part 2 is way better than Remote Control. Okay. Keep My Spirit Alive Part 2 is like maybe slightly better than Keep My Spirit Alive. 
And then the other two songs are Never Abandon Your Family and uh, Up From The Ashes. Okay. And those songs are both kind of sad, but also good. And then Life of the Party is just like a classic already, kind of. Talk, talking about long music, you hear about the Taylor Swift album and the 10-minute song that's on there? It's, yeah, she made a 15-minute short film. And that... and. <sighs> It's clearly about Jake Gyllenhaal, and it's kind of it's kind of of insane. She just needs to leave the music industry. No, (laughs) look, she may not be she may not be your kind of music, but I always I've always had the same opinion on Taylor Swift, and it's that like what Kanye said. I don't dislike Beyonce should have won the award. (laughs) I don't dislike Taylor Swift as a person really that much, as much as I don't really like her, but. Like, and I don't like her music, but she's obviously, like, a very talented singer yeah. and songwriter. But, yeah. like, at the same time, she's kind of insane uh, with this, like, with the stuff she's doing. Like, I don't understand the, the 15-minute short film that she's making about a guy she dated 10 years ago. I don't get that. Well, I think it's a little hypocritical she, for you to say. All her songs are about her exes. Like, that's... Yeah, I know, but she, I know, but she made a short film. From. It was 10 years ago. That's a little hypocritical because you love Kanye, no, right? Kanye He's is, so unorthodox. Kanye is insane. Exactly. I've said that Kanye is insane. Right. I don't really like Kanye as a person. So you that can much. you can see why some people Kanye would... is a crazy person. He makes great music though. Right. So it's it's kind of the same thing. I don't like Taylor's music though. But speaking about, make, but you can see why people like, would like her music. Yeah. Speaking I'm, about crazy she's people, have bangers. we heard about the baby and his baby mama recently? <laughs> no, what? Not. He's a baby mama. Yeah. Is that a fact or is that just? No, it's a fact. So she. The baby mama. He apparently just like kicked oh her out gosh. of his house and stuff. What? And then and then what's it called? Did she like she posted on Instagram? She was like, "Keep your keep my family out of your mouth, you fake internet gangster." Oh my <laughs> gosh! He dropped an EP, didn't he? Yeah, he did. It was okay. Did you listen to it? I mean, yeah, it, it's it's like another the baby EP. It was like two songs that are good out of four. The one with Kodak's like, pretty good. I actually hated that one. Levels, <laughs> I like levels. Nah, um, the one. No, he has draws. It's like a one-minute song. The intro? Yeah, no. I don't think it's the intro. It is the intro, yeah. It is the intro. That song and 5-4 dub, I really like. But hmm. other than that, everything else is trash. But Fair enough. I mean... That's how the baby works. Like, right. He, he drops... He's three, the baby, man. Yeah, it's just how he is. <laughs> He's just the baby. I mean... I mean, that's really new music. Speaking of more new music, we have some albums coming up. Hall of Fame 2.0 um, is dropping soon. Yeah, hopefully it's not as awful as Hall of Fame 1 was. That album was the biggest flop, I think, of 2021, music-wise. Honestly, yeah. I mean, the this... big, I think the biggest flop 2021 was uh, Certified Lover Boy. Oh, okay, no, no, no. I agree no. with Aiden. I agree with Aiden. And no, because you at least admitted... One? No, you at least admitted that Certified Lover Boy was mid, right? You said that. You yeah, said it was mid. But, no, you no, said no, no, just listen. flop. You're saying flop. You're not saying the worst album. yeah. That had so much hype on it. But Polo Drake G's is album? a different level. Okay, yeah, but it would say, so everybody. Polo G's a different level than Drake. No, yeah, the no, Drake he's is saying a different Drake level. Is a different oh, okay. I'm yeah. saying like, I don't expect Polo G's music to be like like top tier. Like yeah, but Drake is always expected to be like that by people, and his he released like some not good not good music. The projects that um, Polo G released before Hall of Fame, his the first one. Were, yeah, he makes like solid. Hall of Fame was expected to be 
The Goat Wait. and Die a Legend were two of the best albums that I've ever heard. They're uh, two of my favorite albums. I don't know about okay, that. I don't know about my, that. Maybe your they're, favorite. They're, maybe yeah, your my favorite. Pers- my personal favorite. Okay, okay, my personal, I really I like, like Polo G, I and I think those were two good, really good I albums. I don't think you can say those are two of like two really good albums. Though. I, I, I think, think they're two good albums. Goat was They're two good albums with really good songs on them, but they're not great. I don't like... Like an album okay. is a whole different thing. Like, but then okay. that's when Hall of Fame. That's when Hall of Fame was supposed to come in and actually be that album for him, but instead yeah. it flopped. I don't know anyone well, that listened to Hall of Hall Fame. Hall of Fame yeah, I hope so because I don't know anyone that listened to Hall of Fame and like actually thought it was like a really good album. No, no, there was a few good Probably songs on it, G, but. but. <laughs> yeah, oh gosh. him and his producer that hypes him up. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, I mean, hopefully, hopefully, Hall of Fame 2.0 is better. Um, I don't know how many songs are gonna be on it. I think he's adding fourteen, including Bad Man, which is the Smooth Criminal, the Smooth Criminal remix that he's already released. That so that comes is, out. Polo G needs to feature Famous Dex and have a oh have gosh. a Chicago. Uh, that would be cool. Yeah, imagine if all the Chicago rappers just like hopped on a track. It'd be like Kanye, G Herbo, Kanye. Kanye. I said Kanye. 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 Chief Keef. Famous Dex, <laughs> Polo G. There's like a lot of old rappers that are from Chicago too. Yeah, and so that comes out on That'd December third. That Hall of Fame 2.0. Um, another album that's coming up is the Juice World album that drops on December twelfth. Uh, I'm very excited about that album. I know you are as a Juice World fan. I am a big Juice World fan. But Juice like Juice World has like a weird thing about like his music doesn't speak to me as like much as like a lot of other artists like it's fair enough it's not like he's not like one of my favorites but is that what you look for in the songs he made like i just mean like like i vibe with juice world's oh. music but like it's not like up he's not up there with like my t- favorite favorite artist but his music is like consistently good like yeah. all and i really hope this album probably being like heavily produced and put together and mixed yeah. after he passed I hope it's not bad. I um my thing with Juice World is I do I I don't have like any hate against him or anything. He's just not my type of artist. I never really cared to listen yeah. to him or anything. Yeah, but he does he does have a pretty strong fan base. Um, I feel like once you die, you have a really strong fan base. No, but even I'm before like, then, he had he had a really strong fan base, and there was a there was a lot of people who, um, really just want to hear his music. There's so many leaks too. Like so, so, I think many. there was like I like heard at one point there was like over a thousand leaked songs. Um, thousand? I don't even know. If that's you psychotic. It is yeah. psychotic, but um, <laughs> it's that's probably not a fact. But um, that just shows that you know maybe maybe these albums made after his death won't be um, as heavily produced as we think because yeah, he did, hopefully he's he made a lot a of lot. music. I I I remember hearing something from Lil Uzi that was like. He was talking about how he's made hundreds and hundreds of songs he'll never release. Really? Yeah, like he's like made a bunch of songs, he's finished them completely, but like he's not going to release them. And he doesn't want people to release them when he dies. Really? I've heard also, by the way, just to build off of this album, I heard that there, there's a uh, documentary come out about Produce Juice World. Like right around the time that they dropped the uh, album. I can't wait for the Kanye documentary. There's so Kid Cudi just had a documentary that came out too. Yeah. There's Tyler a lot of Hero. stuff coming up. <laughs> Tyler Hero had a lot a of stuff coming up. Kid right. Cudi's documentary was great. All right, that was our podcast, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, we covered a lot for you. We had two interviews. First time yes, we've ever done double that. Double interview on the podcast. That's right. We covered some entertainment. There was a lot of entertainment. School news, national news. We got it all for you. The turducken. 
dude, the turducken. One of y'all, some of our viewers, you guys have to try a turducken and let us know if how it is. If anybody tries a turducken and lets us know that they tried it, we will interview them to see their opinion on it. First come, first serve, though. First, first people to tell us. We can't interview a bunch of people, but... I'd be willing to interview any amount of people to talk about the turducken. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I guess that's on the table. Um, but thank you guys again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Jerry!